What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for December 5th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside GameSpots, Mike Maharty. Hey! Welcome back to the show. Thank you. This is the first time I've been on camera with you. I know. I ever, like, I, think. I, I think. Or no, 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 you came on our E3 stage. Exactly. Thank you so much. Yes. Again, when E3 tried yeah. to ban me, that was the evidence <laughs> I used to show, no, it's impossible, yeah, and I yeah. gave the badge away. All right, that's good. And then they Glad left we my information help. just for the hell of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, last time you came through, I booked you, and then I forget what happened, that I had to go somewhere and do something. Yeah, I was whatever. on with Fran, I believe. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know what right. I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. God. Oh, it's every day with that guy, you know. What in I mean? in short, like bursts, Fran is great. No, sure, yeah, I love Fran. <laughs> I agree with that one hundred percent. And luckily, since he's so, sh- anyways, uh, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not I where I was I going. With it. I know, I know, it wasn't where. You- uh, what brings you to town? Uh, just helping out with GameSpot's Game of the Year mm. deliberations. We actually finished our like top ten yesterday. Gotcha. Uh, I think we'll be announcing on December seventeenth. We'll actually say now. our yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> December seventeenth. We'll have our like. Number one, um, last year, for people who don't know, we kind of switched to a thing where we have a top ten games, uh, but we only rank the number one. So it's just like, oh, here's ten okay. that we recommend you have to play from this year, but gotcha. this is our number one collectively. So December 17th will be announcing that, but in the lead up, we're also doing like uh, our favorite Switch games, favorite Xbox, platforms, etc. Um, so I'm just coming out to help. Uh, I went on GameSpot After Dark, recorded last night. Sure. Um, that'll be published Fridays. Um, but yeah, I'm just helping host videos. Do all the content while I'm in town. Seeing friends. What was that game spot after dark about? Uh, we, Lucy, Callie, Jake, and I just all talked about our personal top tens. Ooh, interesting. Because um, like it was a chance for us to talk about the games that did not get really brought up much mm, in sure. the game spot overall deliberations. So interesting. That was nice. yeah, it was so how heated has it been for game of the year over there? It feels um, like a weird year where I feel like if I was to come in and be like, this is my game of the year, and you're like, well, that, I'm like, I could see that. Yeah. I'm not really going to fight. <laughs> I feel like, to be reductive, last year sort of boiled down to just Red Dead versus God of War of argument for a lot of places. And then one guy's like, Spider-Man. Like, you would, it's, a, it's a two-party system. Get yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man was my game for most of the year, and then I was like, I think I'm just, I'll help GameSpot out more if I just pick Red Dead. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, no, this year was, it came down to instead of one versus one, it was like, there were five horses in the race that yeah, people right. were really arguing for. Um, to say nothing about our decision, my game, is, my number one is Outer Wilds by a hair over Sekiro. Mm. Oh, and I know okay. I'm probably not saying Sekiro right, as all of the uh, Japanese-speaking people at GameSpot pointed out a lot yesterday when I was. You're like, I don't care. Yeah, you're like, I'm was, not on the East Coast. They can't even say Mario. So oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, worried yeah. about this. Exactly. <laughs> I was more interested in just arguing. Yeah, <laughs> getting my point across. Aren't we all pronunciation? <laughs> yeah. Uh, today we're more interested though in talking about. Phil Spencer saying a whole bunch of exciting things. Dreams having a really good idea. And Rocket League fans being mad that loot boxes are gone because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Games. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, bad PSN names, and everything under the video game sun. Then... Tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. The printer is not my friend once again. Printed his thing fine. Yeah, thank you. No problem. And then the next one was just only blue. Like, I ain't got time for this. Also, if you're an audio listener, pull over and open up your iPhone. Portillo's on the set today. He's on the stage sleeping on a blanket. I brought two waters to trick him, and it worked. Yeah, it was perfect. He has a water, and I have a water. Now, will I drink the wrong water, or will he drink my other water at some point? Probably. It's the first time I've met him. <laughs> well, how's, he, how's he living up to the legends? It's good. Yeah? 
He's uh, he's a bit sleepier. <laughs> he's, he's old. Yeah, I know. Fourteen uh, he's, years he's old. He's cute. Uh, I've seen him a lot, obviously, but this is the first time me and him have officially met. Uh, Jen's out of town on business, so yesterday he came to the office and he was super excited. And today was the day where he saw me grab the bag, and there was no excitement in him. He was oh, yeah. sleeping in his bed. He's like, "Oh man, come on, I'm so tired. I have to go into the studio. Don't do this again. I can't take it. I don't but. work for you guys. Exactly. I know. Uh, housekeeping for you. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today we're brought to you by Hymns, Tipsy Elves, and Manscape. But I'll tell you about my balls later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. Six items on the Roper Report. But earning his keep once again, everybody, it's none other than Boss Baby Barrett Courtney. Oh, what's up? Uh, I had six on here, but you brought one to my attention that is actually number seven now. Ooh! You brought this up from Twinfinite.net. The Game Awards will reveal around ten new games projects. Uh, Resident Evil 3 will not appear. You don't even have to look. This is so hot off the presses of Twinfinite, or oh, at least really? where I missed it. Barry just sent me the link. Okay. So we're all in it together. Well, shit, we should strike that from After Dark last night, because I said it was probably going to be on Game Awards. Resident Evil 3, I figured. Gotcha. Yeah. It would be well, you know, well, maybe Jeff Keighley's just lying. Yeah. I've done that before. If somebody reveals something you're going to do, I'm like, ah, no, I'm not. Yeah. And then, ah, we were. And, yeah. you know, Jeff, you can't trust him. You know what I mean? Just look at him. He's Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah, too Hollywood. He's in, he's in he's, shape, he's too. He's like old school Hollywood. He's yeah. classic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hanging out with uh, movie directors like Hideo Kojima and right, stuff like yeah, that. Martin yeah. Scorsese. You yeah. know, they're arguing about Marvel films. Anyways, back to Twinfinite. Uh, the Game Awards will reveal around 10 new games slash projects. Resident Evil 3 will not appear. This is uh, Giuseppe uh, Novell. No, no, Nova. Uh, today, the Game Awards host Jeff Keighley held an AMA on Reddit and had interesting details to share about what you can expect from the show. While the Game Awards is primarily an award show, parentheses, duh, uh, many enjoy it for the reveals that it often includes, especially since it falls into a slightly slower period of the year in terms of news. Apparently, this year it won't be an exception. Keighley revealed uh, that roughly 10 new games and projects will be revealed at the ceremony. Quote, we have a bunch of brand new games being announced at the show. I think there are around 10 new games slash projects being revealed if you want to count the things that no one has heard about yet. As always, the internet has a lot of really bad information out there about what you think it is, or what, what you think is at the show, dot, dot, dot. But it sure is fun to read. Smiley emoji. That being said, if you are expecting to see something about the potentially leaked Resident Evil 3, you may want to curb your expectations. Interestingly, Keeley mentioned that nothing about this show has actually been leaked so far. Quote, there are no plans, never were, to do anything with Resident Evil 3 at the show. A lot of these quote-unquote leaks are completely wrong. Nothing about our show has leaked as of this writing. Ooh. Brag much? Yeah, I know, Keely. Keep it on lock. God. Mike, what do you expect? What, what are you, you, 10 projects slash games that could be revealed here? Are we oh, getting man. megatons? Or are we just getting middle tier things? I don't know, because it's kind of on the cusp of... I feel like this year is the you know like the swan song for this console generation. So mm-hmm. it could be something exciting. So it could be something exciting uh, in terms of going into you know Scarlet PS5, etc. Yeah. But yeah, something tells me maybe it will just be kind of an extension of this calm before the storm. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It would be great. Uh, like Resident Evil Three would have been a great. Yeah, interesting. I wonder where that's going to show up now. What, yeah. Is Capcom just going to tweet about it, do a blog post? Right. Also, sirens are on our end if you're driving yeah. right now. Um, um, I I actually discovered that people don't like when you shit talk Resident Evil 3 Nemesis. Yeah, no. And people don't like Resident Evil fans. They don't like anything getting shit talked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They'll sit there and they'll, with a straight face, defend six. You're like, what? I am a 
big Resident Evil fan, but not an apologist. I believe when we point out the series' flaws, it will continue to be good. Because yeah. lately it's been, I love Resident Evil 7 and oh my Resident Evil 2 Remake. 7 obviously. and a remake? God, yeah. Yeah, but uh, even as someone who really likes the series, the other day I said, uh, yeah, Resident Evil 3 is now, by today's standards, a bad game. People didn't like that. Well, I like this then because this gives me mm -hmm. an interesting. I don't know. I did not play three at all. Like okay. you know, Resident Evil one and two, I touched. I didn't like the tank controls. I bounced. Yeah. Code Veronica was the first one that came to PS2. I played that all the a way. A better through. game. Interesting. So my question for you becomes: If they're remaking Resident Evil three Nemesis, do you believe they can fix it or sa save it? Yeah, definitely. I, I actually don't think they need to do. Well, Resident Evil two remake is like awesome proof that they could because. Yeah. The problems with Resident Evil 3 that I have are uh, a lot of them are mechanical, mm. which I think they could fix. And also, the nemesis, despite being a really like, cool idea, persistent villain, um, that wasn't always implemented in like the following years, I think Resident Evil 2 Remake is also proof that, oh, that can be really fluid and terrifying as well. Okay. Um, so I'm looking forward to it from the perspective of someone who liked that game in theory, and now that it's getting updated, uh, I'm very excited. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, that was my thing. Not knowing anything about it, it feels like it's the one that nobody talks about. I was wondering what didn't stick for people, if it yeah. was story setting, whatever. For me, it's just, uh, I found it janky. I found it, Resident Evil is always, like, it's got that cheese that sure. people love. But that game, like, surpassed that for me and became annoying <laughs> with a lot cheesy. of characters. <laughs> yeah. Um, people, some people will, like, defend the character Carlos. Uh, he, he's showing up in the key art. He's got new hair, yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a uh, good thing. I never liked him that much, but hopefully he's cool now. Hopefully the game's good now. <laughs> All right, hold on hope, hold on hope. Yeah. Uh, Barrett. Bat baby Barrett. Is this the time? What are you, where are your expectations for this Batman WB Montreal game? Very low. Yeah. I, honestly, like I joke tweeted earlier today of like, yo, uh, at the Game Awards and at uh, WB Games Montreal, y'all hanging out together next week? What's up? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just me, me being a goof. I yeah, I have no expectations at this point. You want to know? Here's what I, I predict is going to happen. Mm. I'll be there. I'll be hammered, of course. Yeah. You'll be back here. They're doing the reaction stream. Hammered, right? of course. They're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna do the wor world premiere. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And they're gonna put it up, and you're gonna get the WB logo, mm. and you're gonna start flipping out, and then it's gonna be the Harry Potter game. It's gonna be that Ooh. Harry Potter RPG that they. Oh, but that, yeah, I would 100%. still I would still fucking freak out. Sure, but it's gonna though. be a roller coaster for you because you think it's finally happening. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it, or more most likely it'll be the WB logo and it'll be like Mortal Kombat 11 DLC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, man, I think my dream. It's a running joke that I can't go like five minutes into a podcast without talking about XCOM. But yeah. man, if they oh, finally uh, announce an XCOM three, I don't know if. I for Exus, I don't usually think usually does like big award show announcements. So sure. I don't think Game Awards would be the venue for that, but that'd be cool. See, that's the thing. I I could see it. I could don't totally see for Exus doing something new there because I feel Jeff's really good about his exclusives and or his announcements, right? Running the gamut, and mm -hmm. so I think that especially next year, like you're saying, I think you know first party Xbox and PlayStation are so focused on the consoles. This is that time where for PS4 and Xbox One, right, market penetration and saturation, there's so many things out there you want if you're a third party, your big hitters coming in and doing stuff. So I really sure. do think it's going to be a good mix of, like, you know, we sit here, you can't predict certain things, but so it's like, I bet there'll be a bunch of cool indies. Mm -hmm. Hey, we've made an indie before that was really big and we're making another one now. Similar, like, in the Valley of Gods, right? Getting announced or something sure, like that. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Rest in peace. I, know, I was gonna just about to say, well, <laughs> pour one out. I don't know what's going on with that now. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah. but then I could, like, I mean, geez, when was XCOM 2 Enemy Unknown, right? Was that the last... 
XCOM Har- 2, um, was the, War of the Chosen. DLC? Okay, yeah, yeah the it. expansion War of the Chosen. Yeah. It was fantastic if you haven't played it. Go yeah. check it out. Um, but, I mean, like, then, obviously, they've been... Uh, they had, the, I believe, two, maybe three... Uh, major expansions to Civ Six. Oh, right, right, right. Um, which those were good too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of in that rotation. It's time for Jacob Solomon to yep. stop being quiet. Exactly. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think you get somebody big, and I think WB is definitely mm. time for them to swing something at the plate mm. here. You know what I mean? Do you think now that we least expect it? Now that we're now that it's out of our uh, like heads, it's it, it was a dream that we wanted for a while, but then it got crushed. Do you think now that we're not thinking about it, Persona 5 for Switch? No. Yeah, I don't think that you definitely don't tease Persona 5 for Switch before you put out Royal. You got to let Royal get out. Uh, you got to cross that finish line. Yeah, Royal, I mean, thing. the Royal news was what? Just a few days ago, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. March. March 31st. 31st. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. So you got to play again? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've been wanting to replay for a while, and Same. like March is actually kind of a wait now because I'm ready to replay that game despite. What ninety hours? I think yeah. I beat it. I beat it in ninety hours, yeah, but um, yeah. I really liked that game. Yeah. But I never played Persona Four. There was like that. Apparently, there was that. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, neither did I, Greg. There's it's some fine. sort but of. You've uh, done since then, right? No. I'm gonna go over there and break that fucking three. <laughs> have Avengers. you beat? Have you beaten Persona Five yet, Greg? No, but I'm playing canonically, so I already did them. You know what I mean? Right. I did them chronologically, so I've done it. You okay? Okay. Someone last night, uh, actually, when I was with Lucy in the office, and someone on Twitter had made a fake Persona Four for uh, PS4 account. Yeah. And uh, I freaked out just because I have been wanting to play that game for a long time. I just haven't gotten to it. Have you heard of the PlayStation Vita? <laughs> I know, yes. Uh, every time I. So I have, like, access right to one. Still the Vita Vito from Debatable <laughs> a long time ago. Thank you. There it is. There you go, right there. Thanks. Go ahead. Now, that's the one with the proprietary charging cable, so you have to dig one of those out. Uh, it's kind of a pain. Oh, right. Is. Okay. Well, I think be if fun. you get a potato and a glass of water or some toothpicks, you can get it going. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you. Just think about it. Just think about it. Uh, but, oh, yes, yeah. so Persona 5. Um, and then I was also... It, the weird thing about 2019... One of the weird things about 2019 was Shenmue 3, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, three of these things which were just like, oh, when are, maybe they'll never happen. They happen, so now I'm trying to think if I have any more of those, like, pie-in-the-sky things. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about Shenmue or anything, but... Sure, but, like, it would out, be unbelievable, right? Yeah, 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 like, I'm trying to think of what that would be now, mm-hmm. aside from what you guys had already mentioned with WB. It's Well, yeah. that's when you get into... If we're getting into the unbelievable, let's yeah. cash in on nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Then we're talking about Skate. Where's the new Skate, oh, right? Where's the new Road Rash? So what legacy bad. of Kane people would fucking flip out oh, for? right. Mm-hmm. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. All right. I would love, you know what I would love, actually, if now that Link's Awakening is out, and obviously we know Ooh. there's like Breath of the Wild 2 coming, I, I, they have to at some point just bring all the Zelda, I'm, I'm, I know it's like harder, this easier said than done, but bring like, put Wind Waker, put even like the Majora's Mask Ocarina of Time 3D, 3DS. A Zelda um, remaster collection for Switch. Switch. Hell yeah, yeah simple. Man. No, it's not, I know it's not simple. Nintendo will do Princess. something. Nintendo will do something big, yeah. you figure. Maybe it's going to be a new Smash character. Is that? I mean, is that it? Yeah, that, that? That's probably more likely. So like an animal Norman Reedus, God. Norman yeah. Reedus and the Funky Fetus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Funky Fetus. That there hasn't true. been a direct for a while, has there? No. Well, I mean, they did that Smash one where they yeah. ran through whoever. I feel the like fuck the last big one was when they like confirmed the new Animal Crossing release date. When's the release date? It's the same day as Doom Eternal, which is March something, March right? March twenty eighth. 
course. Or no, wait, wait, wasn't it right around um, Cyberpunk? You get like it's April fourteenth. No, April, that's t- <laughs> oh, April fourteenth, two thousand one is when Animal Crossing came out. My apologies, <laughs> a little off on that one. I don't know, fuck that one over. I, me- I remember people making jokes about like, oh, you can slay demons uh, and then cyber samurai, but you can also like. Go build a house. Build a house, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually playing my first Animal Crossing Ooh, right now. Huh? Yeah. I started, Why didn't you wait? I don't know. I just never came around to it. I started New Leaf uh, kind of actually like at my parents' house over Thanksgiving. March 20th, 2020. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. I knew it was March because yeah. March is just insane. Yeah. Like, So this is the question I have for you. Like, We're excited to play Persona 5 again. Do you think you'll realistically stick with it the entire way through with all of these other games coming out in March, April, and May? Mm, realistically, no. Yeah. Uh, in theory, yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm that's on what record saying. Yes, but no, um, <laughs> not a chance in hell. I mean, even I'd the love first time through that game, like of of its very few flaws, I would say it's like there was like I could have done without two of those palaces. Uh, so mm. now they got the whole new. I was under the impression that the new character would be a new playable protagonist, but it's kind of mm. cool that she's like an actual new party member, and I think yeah. maybe she has like a palace related to her. Oh, I, I'm not positive. Okay. Uh, that'd be cool. Okay. Even though, like I just said, that. That had too many. It was, re- it was really just that space station, dude. The space yeah. station was a little much. I forgot about the space station. Yeah, that one sucked. Yeah. Once I got, once I was finished with a uh, Futaba's palace, I was like, all right, I, th- I feel like I'm ready to end this game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. I don't mean to same. crap on it. No, no, it's a good fun. game. I'm, th- I, I'm the same way. I played 35 hours, had a great time, and I was like, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying this, but I gotta go. I still listen to the music. Oh, sure. Weekly. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Biologist writes in and says the last big Nintendo Switch Direct was on September 4th, 2019 and focused on Luigi's Mansion 3 and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And then Nanobiologist also says Persona 5 Royal is adding a new palace, a new semester updates, and two old palaces, including boss fights and major combat updates. Two whole palaces. Jeez. That's like potentially 15, 20 no, hours? Fuck, no, yeah, no, no. That's it's good. adding that's a, a new palace, oh. a new semester, updates to okay. old palaces, gotcha. including boss okay. fights and major combat. Cool. Okay. Still cool. I imagine that new palace is in the new semester. And yeah, that's probably another... The palace itself will be another 10 hours, and then yep. that new semester is probably another... 10 maybe depending yeah. on like how fast you want to get I'd love it. to do it but I gotta plant these cherries and get these trees grown you know what I mean I gotta pay off Tom Nook I ain't, I ain't yeah. got time for this again do you like the I power am. of friendship Greg then play Persona 5. I do I make a lot of friends in Animal Crossing actually I'm surprised you, you don't know that because you haven't played them and you refuse to you know what I mean yeah, I've got this my guy in my town I'm trying to kick out he's well, just a jerk sure in well, Animal giraffe. Crossing no he's yeah the mm-hmm. bodybuilding draft yep. he's kind of he's nice but he's he's just he's annoying. Taking up too much exactly real too estate, much, too much air, literally and yeah, metaphorically. Next on the Roper Report, Phil Spencer. What you talking about? Phil Spencer had two fun things to say uh, overnight, basically, or through yesterday. Uh, we'll st- oh, not even one hundred percent true, but one of them is breaking. Anyways, the first that I'm going to talk about is is Control coming to Game Pass. Over on an Extra Life Mixer stream, Phil Spencer was on and was quoted as saying, I thought Control was really good. It didn't reach enough people, so I'm glad to see it's coming to game, coming into Game Pass, uh, so hopefully more people will play it. Uh, and then he talks about Remedy, blah, blah. He's not confused. He knows what Control is, and he knows who Remedy is. Uh, this happened, I guess, a couple days ago, but didn't start making the rounds, and anybody saw it, because who's, who's watching Mixer? It didn't start till uh, other than Ninja fans. It didn't get going until today. And it's like, oh, that's very interesting. And then this morning, Remedy tweets, uh, the information about Control coming to Xbox Game Pass, as reported on a recent Mixer stream, is incorrect. We have no news or announcements regarding Xbox Game Pass at this time. It's such a. I like that they didn't mention that. Yeah, the Xbox boss was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know what Phil Spencer's talking about. We're mad at him. Yeah, unless it was just the Remedies Twitter person who didn't know what was going on, then they're like, no, you should chill out. We actually do are coming to 
Game Pass, but I'm just joking. What do you think? You think you believe Remedy? You believe Phil? Ugh. Are they in discussions? Maybe you think that's the thing. Maybe, yeah, they, maybe they were talking it. about going after it. It's very unphil like though. He's mm. usually buttoned up on like what he needs to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is why the idea of putting any talking head on a podcast terrifies PR people. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> eventually somebody asks a random thing like, ah, I guess I think this is it. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see Control going to it. I know they were just, they were talking the other day. I know it didn't like sell crazy well. But for which... them it did well. That was the right, thing, right, right. right. They were That's like, yeah, it, it, didn't, it didn't like go gangbusters, but for what sure. we wanted out of it, it's a Yes. Game. So I feel like that would be the perfect situation for, to bring to Game Pass. They're so like, oh, it worked out for us. Now we just want more people to play it. That I, would be great. It makes so much sense i think because i think you're about to see it get not i don't think it's going to win a lot of game of the years but i think it's going to get a lot of nods i think it's going to be on a lot of top 10 lists it's going to sure. be that thing where you see people talk about it and so going into 2020 if that was added to game pass and then you start talking about the dlcs they're going to be putting on there they're going to be putting the alan wake stuff out right in a, later in 2020 that is a great chance to get people in on oh man i've heard about this game i want to actually give it a shot and then i know now i'm going to pay money now that i'm inside of it oh absolutely the people i know that that game is so is such a master class in world building the people that finished it and just wanted more yep. I, I, don't, I don't i'm trying to remember the last time i remember people being this excited for like dlcs sure aside from i yeah. don't know like switch, uh, smash characters or something of but course. in terms of actual but like, like a narrative single content. player adventure yeah. right there you're like oh man yeah. i can't wait for more of this yeah and so and like the they said, is it quarter one Alan Wake will be out? Or have they even said that? Th when they put up the, they put up that uh, blog post that was about it. Control right. I know, I know there's not like an actual that. date, I don't. Yeah, I, I forget what, here we go. Maybe. Let's see what this IGN has to say. I don't know. I can't yeah. trust them. Oh, this is a wiki. You know, I hate it when I get tricked to the wiki. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, love doing give me, that. Give me the, they do. These cowards. Do you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> in their, like, kind of, I got their roadmap picture, and it Thank just you. says mid-2020. Okay. Wow. Okay. No. Yeah. Did they hit the first thing? Oh, here it is, yeah, because it was photo mode, fall 2019, Expeditions, December 2019, which is a new game mode, and I can't say I've heard anything about it, and we're in December. Uh, the Foundation, early 2020, was just Expansion 1, and then Expansion 2, mid-2020, which is awe, the Alan Wake thing. I'm just stoked, personally, for holiday break, because I'm going to platinum it. Oh, yeah? Like, I did it where I beat the story, had a great time, and I set it aside without really doing the stuff in the underground. Yeah. Come back to that, get that all done. Yeah, I did a few of the optional bosses afterwards, but... And I wanted to do more. It, what are they, What are the things called where it's just, like, the timed challenges? Forget, oh, it has a specific the, name. Uh, agency... No, the Bureau... Alerts? The bureau Alerts, yeah. Maybe where it's like... You're, it was always... I knew that one's going to bite me in the ass as a trophy hunter where I'm running on, I'm in the middle of a mission, I'm on my way to something, it's like, all right, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to do this right now. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, fuck, this is going to get me when I need to come back and do 20 of them. Yeah, I honestly felt like those felt a bit tacked on. Yeah. Like they didn't necessarily need to be in the game. Totally, but I can see that, yeah. For people that just want to stay in that world, which I totally understand. Yeah, grind it out more. Yeah, yeah, explain your thing. Uh, believe it or not, interesting things from Phil Spencer, not over with yet. Uh, yesterday he also tweeted this, and it started, dot, 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 this week. I brought my Project Scarlet console home, and it's become my primary console. Playing my games, connecting to the community, and yes, using my Elite Series 2 controller. Having a blast. Great work by the team. 2020 is going to be an incredible year. Mike, that's how close we are. That he's taking these things home. Do you understand that? Yeah, I'm getting anxious. Anxious about what? Excited. Okay, okay. Oh, excited. No, 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 like okay. a good anxiety. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, good. just like, oh, man. I think it's probably just one of those things. Like, eh, it's going to be a crazy couple months at work. Yeah. Oh, dude, we talk about this all the time. It was Tim and I have been planning 2020 for us. Like, mm -hmm. it's going to be insane. From the, from the start of 2020, with the games we're getting, the things we're doing are kind of funny, the new consoles, like, it's going to be full tilt the entire time. I've only been at GameSpot for one console launch, the oh, really? Switch. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. PS4 and Xbox mm -hmm. were trucking along by the time I joined in sure. 2015. So this It's will be a fun my, time. Yeah. Yeah. 
It'll be exciting. You like traffic. You're going to get a lot of it. That's the best part. You know what I mean? It's always good. Nobody's watching this show right now. Nobody gives a shit about things in December. But in January, we come back, and we're like, this is what's happening. Like, but oh. then I pull out a scarlet. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> If only, right? Yeah. Uh, the Mary Nanobiologist writes in and says, what's up, Greg and Mike? So Phil Spencer has started to use the scarlet as his primary console. So, should we expect an official announcement soon? It seems to be very well-timed with the Game Awards that the head of Xbox is now using this console in a state that it can be used in a home setting. Also, are fans like me reading too much into this <laughs> in the context of marketing, or could you imagine a slight, a slight, a site like both PS and Xbox unveiling their consoles together in the Game Awards stage together? Should we actually be excited for this? Uh, that now that it's uh, in a state that can be the head of Xbox trusts enough to publicly announce that he's using it regularly. I mean, it would be. Him saying that would be hold a lot more weight if he also didn't just say that control was on Game Pass <laughs> and then it was disproven. Um, it would be cool to see like a, a team up on stage like the like what was it E three two years ago? When, oh, when, Game Awards last year was when all three oh, of the Game people, Awards, yeah, Game, right. yeah, where it was Reggie, uh, Phil, and uh, Sean. If there was a place to do that, I guess it would be here. But no, I don't think you're like, reading way too much into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way that would happen. That'd be awesome in this merry world of video games. But I don't even think even. Xbox and Scarlet, they would never come out and say on Game Awards, here it is. You want to no. own that moment. You want to build that moment. You want an arena full or a stage yeah. uh, filled with Xbox fans and press there and all this other stuff. Do you think there'd be any announcements at Game Awards where they're like also coming to Scarlet? I do. Yeah. I, I, my, I would predict that, yes, you're, they're de- I, it's, will they say Scarlet? Will they say PlayStation 5? Or will they say the next generation, you know, coming to all consoles? And tw- I, there's going to be. Fudgy facts out there, I think, because mm-hmm. if you're announce- if you're making new announcements, I don't think all those games are coming in twenty, or at least the first half of twenty twenty. No, you're gonna yeah, get yeah. there and you're gonna want to leave that door open to be on stuff. Sure, I wonder. In, it's always that thing. Will it just be cagey? Will yeah. it be that they put it up and they're gonna be really you know, when, they, when they get try to people try to pin these developers or PR people down? Yeah, you could announce an Xbox game set like coming to the most powerful console in two thousand twenty. Yeah, yeah. Coming like, only to X Cloud yeah, and yeah, beta yeah. and all this other stuff. Who knows? Um, I, I, should you expect an official announcement soon for Scarlet? No. I mean, soon, yes, but 2020. Like, you're, we're, nothing's going to happen in December that they're going to be like, here it is. Here's what's yeah. happening. I think Game Awards will just be games. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think with what Jeff was saying was on Twinfinite. Yeah. Uh, would they were well, he was about, on an AMA. Right, right. right, right. And it, on the, in the, from the Twinfinite article, like, based on, he seemed pretty open about the fact that, obviously, yeah, we're going to have a lot of game things. I think he would also... Well, he said there's no leaks, but I, I, it just doesn't seem like the place where like a hardware thing would happen. Yeah, I know. That'd be, be cool, awesome. I'd, yeah. I, I mean, that would put Game Awards on another level. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Game Awards too. I didn't put it in here, but they've signed a deal to be broadcast in India, and so they're even like into more huh. screens or whatever. Cool. Speaking of more screens, Greg, way. number three on the Roper Report, Nintendo Switch has added a bunch of games to their online membership. A Nintendo Switch online membership includes access to a growing number of Super NES and NES games. Perfect for retro fans and adventurous modern gamers alike. On December 12th, six more games will be added to the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Nintendo Switch Online and Nintendo Entertainment System Nintendo Switch Online collections. For Super NES, you'll get Star Fox 2, Super Punch-Out, Kirby Superstar, Breath of Fire 2. For NES, you'll get Chrysalis, and Journey to Silius. Uh, these new additions expand the Super NES library available on the Nintendo Switch system to 24 titles and the NES library to 50 titles for a total of 74 classic games. To celebrate the inclusion of the 50 NES games, Nintendo is offering a 50% discount on a set of Nintendo Entertainment System controllers that are compatible with the Nintendo Switch. That's good. Uh, that just that just makes me think, like, okay, well, I would love them to bring, like, 
newer Nintendo games to Switch. You want and some that's of that just, N64? You want some of that GameCube? I just can't get Zelda off my mind now yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like I said, now the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, oh, that timing would be perfect. And Barrett was just yeah. well, also like Zelda's on my mind because you were saying you're replaying them all this year. Yeah. And you were talking about Majora's Mask, my favorite game ever made. So I was what a smart man over here. Thanks. Barrett over there is like, oh, I don't like it. It's too stressful. <laughs> it is stressful. I'm, that's the I, game. It's man. not a bad game. I just like that. That's not what I look for in a Zelda game. It's yeah, just yeah. fucking stressful. Man, I you really know what like isn't it. a stressful game at all? Animal Crossing, and I don't know why you won't play it with me. Yeah, see, Doom's coming out that day, and I have this bet with Imran that Doom's going to sell more than Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, okay, so if it's like... doing a bet, and that's why you're promoting one game, I get it, that's fine. You I can a, live with that. You have a bet that Doom's going to sell more than Animal Crossing? Yeah. I was... And so are you playing Doom to try to add that one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was really drunk when I made that bet. Rigging the, the polls? He won't yeah. even take a code for it. I'm like, do you want a code? He's like, no, I'm buying it. <laughs> so I got, I got to get on that MPD. I yeah, got to help out. All right. I like that. Put numbers on the board. Every yeah. time they announce this, it's always like, oh, man, cool. And I I mean, I'm a subscriber, and I'm always like, man, I never play any of these games. Yep. I, every time I'm like, oh, my God, that just triggered nostalgia. I can't wait to play that again. And then, of course, I'm just playing Warframe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, Or, I don't know, XCOM 2. Are you a big Warframe guy? Yeah. Um, awesome. Yes, very much so. Actually, starting this year, and now I don't shut up about it. Um, actually, one of, the, one of the cooler things that I've had the pleasure of making at GameSpot was this documentary about Warframe. That went up uh, a couple months ago now at this point. Uh, but Jake Decker, myself, uh, editor Max, got to work on some uh, cool stuff. We interviewed like Reb Ford and the team there. That game just fascinating to me because I didn't even get into it until January. And now it's going into its, it's like in its seventh year. I know. It's been around forever. I remember yeah. the first time. I remember when I, I, doing demos of it when we were still at IGN. I was like, oh. Yep. And now like the rest of the games industry is kind of catching up to that. Or it's it has just recently caught up to the free to play yep. ongoing games model and obviously things like the division two or that's not free to play, but it's you know like ongoing games like Anthem. Definitely pulling from it, right? Of like here's sure. here's our roadmap, here's what you're getting, here's how we're gonna keep you engaged. Yeah, whereas Warframe is having the problem now. It's like, hey, these veteran players have been playing for four thousand hours. Um, what do we do? What does end game look like for that? And yeah. there's a fair amount of people that have, especially like the founders who, you know, like paid for that game back in 2013 early access they're yeah. saying like sorry 2012 early access now man um no it's 2013 sorry but they'll correct you if you're wrong yeah thank you <laughs> or um, confirm and now if that I, i'm fascinated with that game just because what can other studios learn from warframe and then vice versa what can warframe take from something like uh i don't know it's brand new and a little bit different but like borderlands 3 i think the end game was actually fantastic in that yeah. game yeah. I, I thought that game was just more of borderlands which was great, but then when I got to the end game, I was like, "Oh, this they actually do some really cool stuff." It's always fascinating to me. I cover a lot of like ongoing games of service, yeah. Uh, and if you had told me that six years ago, I'd be like, "I hate that. Like, I don't want games to go in that direction." Yeah. And now it's like where most of my work time goes to. Sure. Yeah, which is cool. But it's but it's cool, but it's so foreign. You know what I mean? Last night I came home and like I you know I platinum Borderlands over the weekend, and it was just like. I don't want to play more Borderlands. And I was like, I'll start my, my true Vault Hunter, which I still haven't done. Yeah. And I g- jumped in, but I saw a friend playing, and I was like, oh. And I, t- I text him, like, I'm going to jump in your game. I don't have a mic. I'm not going to talk to you. Don't put on yours. Let's just put... And I just ran around, and, sh- and I was like, getting legendaries and feel you know, still... It was 75 hours into that game, finding new things and upgrading my character and getting ready for the DLC. Yep. Mm. Uh, it is... It, it that's I think that's why people, like, maybe that's why people are excited for a DLC for, like, Control, because that's a very, like, classic story DLC that's going to yeah. release. That's a very classic formula. It's almost like that's that's like an old school approach now. Totally. Which is funny. But yeah, yeah I got into Warframe this year and now I don't shut up about it. Okay. Should it's not perfect. Should everybody play it? Yes. Okay. Um, if only like, if only just to have that kind of like 
frame of reference for what else is going on in the games industry. Warframe is, I what think... What makes it stand out, you think? Because, I mean, people are trying to catch up and do what they've been doing for so long. What's the 60-second pitch on what Warframe is and why it's great? Warframe is an ongoing sci-fi third-person action space ninja game where... Sold. <laughs> the, yeah, the ability... The way you build your character is very unique in the sense that you get to mod them, and you're not just like... Uh, it's not like a Diablo 3 when you're upgrading people. It's like a it's not even a tree, really. You get these mods, and the way you can build your characters is very varied. It actually kind of makes you think like a game designer. Um, there's, like, math involved. It's not, it's oh, not tough like math. It's okay. not, you don't okay. have to, okay. but the game is complicated. It's complex as hell. I think half of learning Warframe is being on the Warframe wiki, which, again, <laughs> when I say it out loud, that doesn't sound fun to me, but it's kind of, it is, it becomes that, like, new language you're learning. Sure. Um, but that game, I would say, is respects your time more than... I would say any other ongoing game I'd play. Huh, okay. um, and I know, again, like there's end game veterans who would disagree with me, but I'm not 3,500 hours in. I'm like 800. But Chump change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who cares? And people will, like, veterans will laugh like 800. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that was Master always my thing with 16. My thing with the uh, DC Universe Online, where I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I've put 900 hours into it. And, like, to it, people who've never played it, they're like, that's crazy. And then to the actual people, like, you're a fucking child. You don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and also Warframe, I will say the community is, as cliche as it sounds, the community is awesome. Um, it has its, you know, sore thumbs, but Honestly. I would say like uh, like that and like Rainbow Six Siege, there's some bad eggs in that community, but also like people will help you out. Um, and Warframe, like there's where I'm on like the giant bomb Warframe Discord and everything. Yeah. And like there are some great communities built around that game because, again, it's like seven years old now, but... Uh, other games are still catching up to finding out what they're doing right in the sense that it's free, but also you're getting your money's worth. And it's one of those games where when I do pay for things, I'm like, the, the developers deserve it. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a, always a good feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, moving on to number four in the Roper Report. But a quick aside here. Barrett, I love that you put Porty on the front screen. I don't, I don't know if that was a request from Twitch or if you were just like, I'm going to get creative, but... There you go. Double porty right now across the sky for oh, you yeah. on the, the YouTube version. Uh, number four. Guess what, everybody? I can't believe it, but Dreams is doing something cool and interesting. And what? Neat. Dreams uh, has announced the impies and also the end of early access, even though my phone corrected it to end kind of funny early access. It confused me. Sorry about that. No, yeah, on my phone, I write kind of funny so much, I just made KF go to uh, kind of oh, funny. Right. Yeah, yeah. But my phone and fat fingers always, when I go to of, make uh, okay. Indicate. Anyways, uh, from a PlayStation blog post uh, written by Abby over at Media Molecule. So... We'll be celebrating the best of early access dreams content during our live Twitch stream extravaganza with special guests, fancy clothes, and all the awards show trappings you'd expect. They're calling it the Impies. Uh, now, of course, uh, we're going to need some help from you, the Dreamers, to nominate the best of the best. So check out the categories below and start making your short list because nominations are now open. That's right. Follow the link over there on the PlayStation blog for your favorite creations and cre uh, creators from early access. The categories for the, the impies are creator of the year, dream of the year, best visuals, best narrative, best sculpture. This goes on like song, animation, gameplay, curator, character, sound design, voice acting, funniest creation, the awe award. <laughs> oh, wow. It's so cute. Uh, most improved dreamer, hidden gem creator, hidden gem dream, the wish I had thought of that award, uh, community star, most helpful dreamer, favorite streamer. Some of those there at the end actually from creator on are voted on by the community. 
Uh, after the nominations are in, we'll be publishing our own shortlist for each category in January, and then asking you to vote on the Hidden Gem, Community Star, Most Helpful Dreamer, Favorite Streamer, and Wish I Had Thought of That awards. Uh, the winners of the other categories will be voted on by a panel of Media Molecule developers and special guest judges. We are truly excited to celebrate all of the amazing creations in the Dreamverse with you on January 26th, and we'll have a stream full of fun and surprises. Now, you may ask, does this mean early access is nearing an end? Yes, yes it does. The last day you can purchase early access will be December 7th at 3.59 p.m. Pacific Time. Anyone who has purchased early access by this date will still be able to play Dreams after the 8th and will upgrade to the full version of Dreams when it launches for no extra cost. At the studio, we've been collecting all the feedback, fixing the bugs, and working to make the full version of Dreams the best experience for everyone. Those who want to play, those who want to create, and those who aspire to learn. Some of that work includes adding a non-motion control scheme for the game, helping new players learn to create, more tutorials and how-to content for players of all skill levels, improving existing features like community jams, the home space and imp quests, and adding more content, including our first piece of MM storytelling in Dreams, Art Stream. We hope you're going to love it. I love all of it, and our early access players deserve a huge mega thanks for joining us on this journey. Mike, I, I've talked about it a lot on this show, right, and every show when I talk about dreams and Media Molecule. Mm-hmm. Media Molecule, such an incredible studio, so talented, so artsy, so yeah. weird in a time when PlayStation isn't that weird anymore. PS3 PlayStation was weird as fuck. Yeah. PlayStation 4 PlayStation quickly turned into, fuck, we got all these exclusives and we don't need to worry about anything. We're making more money than God. Yeah, let's just milk it. Dreams being lost in this space, this is not the first step by any stretch of the imagination, but I think one of the biggest steps I've seen of Media Molecule being like, we need to own this and we need to show them why. An award show like this is such a great idea. Yeah, and speaking of blind spots in games, uh, I don't, I have not touched Dreams yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I played it was at a, like a demo at E3 like four years ago. Sure. And that game in theory, and it, like from what I've seen, it's just so cool in right. every way. Um, and like something like this, I don't know it's enough to pull me into it, but also like ending early access, I think like the timing thing is perfect. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's enough for, like, to finally pull me in, but I don't know. I think it's a really cool idea of, I want to watch this, right? Because I think it'll give you such a great uh, menagerie of what's happening there. It's like a greatest hits kind of Exactly, because that was the thing. Even when it launched in Early Access, I was like, okay, cool, got it. I'm like, I don't want to create anything, so I'm going to wait for people to make things, and then I'll jump in. And then you wait too long, and there's a million other games to play, and you forget about it, right? And it mm-hmm. is that conversation I've had with other guest hosts who are just like, wait, Dreams isn't, isn't Dreams out? Like, what mm-hmm. are we talking about? <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah. no, what kind? It's half this, it's half that. The idea of one show that's going to be, bam, here's everything that's happening in this, and the best of the best, what you can actually see and go, it'll be interesting. And you imagine it ends with them announcing when the full release of the game is. Yeah. They're cutting it off here, it, what, in two days on the 7th. This is on the 26th of January. Once that happens, you imagine that show in the middle of it, end of it, whatever. They're like, here's when it's full-blown coming out. And if it's any other video game in 2020, it's got to be March, I guess, because that's just when they're going to send everything. Maybe I'm just in, like, awards mode from being in town again for GameSpot sure. stuff and everything and the game, talking about game awards. But I wonder if they'll hit... Because they're kind of like right now, if they were to release super soon, which it doesn't sound like it's going to be super yeah. soon. Remember, I do just as an aside. I think there was a rumor, and Barry, if you don't mind giving a Google while we talk, a rumor of it coming in February. I thought February? there was it might have been a leaked thing that happened that we talked about. Which game is this? Uh, Dreams. Anything they can do to avoid that march of yeah, get death. the hell out. You need. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's and that's the thing about this is like, 
I just, and I talk about this all the time, I don't know how you make a commercial for this game. I don't know, even when it's, hey, here's the other half. The first half was the early access, make whatever you want. The other half is, hey, Media Molecule made a game here. Even showing that and the imps and the weird thing, the fact that every level or game or whatever you want to call it looks so different, I just don't get how you wrap, you put that up during an NBA game and have people go, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, how do you put a, like a visual identity or marketing to something that purportedly is about making anything? Yeah. Uh, I don't envy them having to figure that out, but like you said, the awards is like a, definitely a good first step. And also, like, I mean, just talking about it leaving early access gets me excited because even then, like, the fact that it would be... I know early ac- games aren't like released in the same way they used to be, but even now that it's out, that makes me a little bit less feeling less overwhelmed at like the curation sure. aspect of it sure. from what i understand the curation is actually pretty good yeah um, well and i think that's again something we, i talked about leading up to this that i thought the coolest thing about dreams was if you just wanted to be a voiceover person if you just wanted to sculpt trees you could do that and you would get experience based on how people use it so looking at this and seeing that there is an award for the best curator they're the best sound design the best voice acting like it is all these different things and here we go yeah so your comicbook.com has an article up here where they're taking a shop to con, shop to net tweet dreams release date announced and releasing only on playstation 14th of february 2020 thank okay. you to the nanobiologist thank for you nanobiologist as always of course yeah. well, valentine's so, day release. so yeah i think that that makes perfect sense that at the end of the on the january 26th the thing ends and you're like guess what you don't even have to wait a month it's going to be here in no time yeah that timing seems good a they're avoiding uh like that terrifying march but also like i said like i maybe i'm just in awards mode but it's also like they're not in that weird window between December, January, where yeah. it's like, oh, what do we want to like be remembered as a 2020 game or yeah. 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's et cetera. A great point too. So I don't Rest know. Rest in peace, fallen, fallen Jedi, fallen order. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how you'll ever net out? Uh, while we're here too, Nanobiologist says Warframe released on October 24th, 2012, in a closed beta. It released as an open beta in March 25th, 2013. Thank you. No problem. That's what he so said. So I was right the second time, and then I corrected my. I made it a mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to fix it. I'm very professional. Speaking of trying to fix it and screwing it up, Greg White. Number five on the Roper Report, Rocket League loot boxes are gone and people are mad. This is James O'Connor at GameSpot. Rocket League, the popular car soccer game, recently pledged to remove loot boxes in favor of a more transparent blueprint system, which lets you see what you're getting and choosing uh, what you're getting and choose whether to spend your credits building it. The blueprint update has now arrived, and developer Psyonix has published extensive patch notes alongside it. All keys and decryptors have been turned into credits and bonus gifts. Crates have been turned into unrevealed blueprints, and a new item shop offers a rotating selection of goods. It's a substantial change, and already many players are taking to Reddit to complain about how pricing works in the game, noting that customization upgrades are now prohibitively expensive and much harder to get your hands on. A thread on Reddit is cataloging complaints from players about prices. As of now, it has 1,700 replies. (laughs) Elsewhere, users are noting examples of items like the Pharaohs? Uh, Exotic wheels that have been massively marked up. As one post sums up, sums it up, uh, if you bought 23 keys before, you'd get 23 items. Now, a single item might cost the same in credits as 23 keys would have cost you. Uh, it remains to be seen whether this system will see changes based on user feedback or if blueprint trading will lessen the issue for the community. For now, though, it seems uh, that the change has made cosmetic items in Rocket League more expensive, albeit also more transparent. For a masterful game, I feel like that's the question of monetization has been plaguing them since day one right and they've been this is like not the first time they've drastically revamped how it works i remember when they added loot boxes that was a big deal mm-hmm. and and the rocket pass too i'm trying yeah. to figure out how to yeah and we were laughing it's like now people are complaining that people are taking loot boxes away yeah, yeah. um 
but man, I haven't played Rocket League in a while. Me neither, yeah. Uh, when the Ghostbuster stuff dropped over the summer, I jumped back in and played for a while. Didn't they just announce like a, like an anime-themed thing what? recently? I don't know. So, yeah, Well, a I bunch of people who I like follow who like anime were like, uh, I might have to go back to Rocket League. Really? I enjoy that they put out the Rocket League music on Beat Saber. Like, oh, oh yeah, right. yeah. It's just like Rocket League and crossing Let's over. Let's do it. Yeah, here you go. Is that anime? Am I? Yeah, you know, it's uh, we're like on NintendoLife.com. The headline was Rocket League's fifth Rocket Pass unlocks a special anime-inspired supercar. Oh, okay. It's from November twenty-seven. It's cool. Okay, I don't, I don't know much about it. My anime. thing about it, and I know that, of course, I'm a corporate apologist all the time, and yada 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 yada. It's just like Sonix has been a great developer and good people for a long time. I would imagine that they're like, will they, you know, will they change it? Yeah, they'll change it. There, that you can't. Be a game that is this dialed into your community and then fuck something up like this and ha- see them get mad and not be like, listen, sorry, cool, we'll look into it. Yeah, they'll course correct. Yeah. I guess it's, just, it's not a matter of if, it's just when. Yeah, or exactly. how long how, they're yeah, how long do you how long do you wait before you have a statement, before you say you're doing something or whatever? Yeah. Because like, not being tapped into that community, I'm curious yeah, if like either. they've ever been satisfied, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're, the game's doing well if like it's, you know, making Still going. big changes, changes like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, number five. No, actually, number six. Sorry, I forgot we added the one. Uh, Vanquish and Bayonetta, Bayonetta remakes might be coming. This is Chris, Pri- Chris Priestman at IGN. A remastered version of Vanquish for Xbox One appeared with a 2020 release date. It seems that Sega is releasing a remaster of the 2010 third-person shooter Vanquish for Xbox One on February 18th, 2020. There's been no official announcement, but the game is now listed on the Microsoft Store. This is via Reset Era. The listing says that the game will have 4K graphics and run at 60 frames per second on Xbox One X. The PC version of the game that was released back in 2017 also supported 4K 60 frames per second. Uh, a remastered version of Bayonetta has also appeared on the Microsoft Store for Xbox One, releasing on February 18th, 2020. It's listed as having 4K graphics and 60 frames per second, the same as the PC version that released back in 2017. Now, worth pointing out, of course, this was before Jeff Keighley said nothing's leaked. You know what I mean? No, wait, hold on. Jeff talked about this, then this happened. This happened after that. Mm. So maybe this is another one. Oh, so this falls outside of that jurisdiction. Maybe maybe his show isn't made of steel like he thinks it is. You know what I mean? We knew knew we'd get him. You know what I mean? We We knew we'd ruin this beautiful creation he's giving to us. (laughs) We knew we'd eventually get through him. What's going on with all these digital stores? Resident Evil 3 appeared on PS, that PlayStation store, right? Yep, that's where it's in the back end, yeah. Uh, Microsoft store, same thing. What's going on? It's a, like a Y220 there's, thing? This is the, yeah, exactly. Y220. That's what jo- it is. The yeah. joke had no error at the beginning. I just kept going with it. Uh, it's the same thing as always, right? Like, you can't have a, a, a secret like this because there's so many different things. This is why conspiracy theories never make sense when it's like, oh, we faked the moon landing. Like, you're going to tell me how many hundreds of people would have known about that? No one talked? Like, here it is. It's like, you're barely opening it up, and it's going to be somebody in on the Brazilian store misclicked one box, and there it is. It's, you know, it shadow listed in the back, and then everybody's going through and looking at data. There are more important things to be covering up than this Vanquish sure. leak. Uh, uh, which I've never, we were talking earlier, I've never played Vanquish. I yeah. like 10 minutes, but it's one of those, that's one of those um, cult classic that people mention all the time. Like, oh, you should play it. It's, it's one of the best feeling games ever. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing is it was like, I think the one that really put Platinum on the map for so many people. And I remember, it's funny, you know, the IGN article ends with them quoting the review, and they hyperlink to it, and I, I was like, I know, this is Clements, and I clicked on it, it's like, yeah, uh, Ryan Clements review from, like, 2007, I'm like, yeah. I remember him doing this, and I remember starting Vanquish, like you, multiple times, I'm like, yeah, I get it, but then getting distracted by something new or whatever, something that was more me, yeah. so it's cool that it's coming out again, I, I'd play it, I, I would want to try it, and I'm sure I'd do the same thing, where I'd try it and don't, don't get far in it. Yeah, and then Bayonetta, the remastered, were the ones on Switch not remastered, those were just ports? 
because I've I've never played Bayonetta either. I'm not a Bayonetta guy, so yeah, I know I never really looked. Into I believe it. one and two were so that this makes sense. So maybe one and two were ports, and now like. I guess it would be a big deal if it's actually remastered. Well, again, it just seems like it's the PC versions yeah. getting brought over, right? With their oh, gotcha. fancy, okay. fancy 4Ks and whatnot. Oh, okay. I see the same. Okay, right. Yeah. Same as PC version that released back in 2017. Interesting. We'll see. I got to play those eventually. Yeah, do we? Yeah, at Switch. this point, it's just gone so far. Yeah. You know, who cares? I like Bea. I like uh, her and Smash. Sure, sure. Good. Yeah. Uh, number seven, and finally on the Roper Report, Gwent on consoles is dead. This is CD Projekt Red. Uh, when we launched the console versions of Gwent back in 2017, our intention was to provide console players with the same level of support as their PC counterparts. However, having just launched Gwent on iOS and with the Android version coming, the number of supported platforms would significantly increase. Looking to the future, we do not believe we can support a growing number of different versions of Gwent while improving feature parity between them. Considering that PC and mobile are the most popular platforms among Gwent players, we have made the tough decision to discontinue support of console versions of the game. All Gwent players on consoles will be offered an, op an option to copy their account progress and purchases from their current platform to a GOG account, which is used by both PC and mobile versions of the game. How exactly is this going to work? Starting from December 9th, 2019, console players will be able to access a web page where they can request a copy of their progress from their console account to a new existing GOG account. Uh, since we do not support merging of accounts, we will only be able to copy progress to existing GOG accounts uh, that do not have any Gwent progression on them at the time this request is made. Uh, the, account company pro the account copying process will be available for a period of six months from uh, December 12th to uh, June 9th uh, on... December 9th, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, we will release an update. They're using the European dates, and it breaks my brain, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, release an update, which will essentially freeze Gwent in its current state. From this point onwards, both console versions will be operational until uh, June 9th. Uh, up until that time, their functionality will be limited. The it's tough a decision. for people that were playing on it, but I get it. Yeah, I wonder how many people were. You yeah. know what I mean? I feel like everybody's got a smartphone at this point, so you, it's like yeah. Not even having been super dialed into that, uh, it doesn't. I like just I was like, oh yeah, I would play that on my phone or PC. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Did you play yeah. Thronebreaker? Yeah. That that in my mind is like the perfect spinoff. Yeah. It is more of like a like a great universe, but also the fact that they used an in-game creation from. Witcher 3 to make, like, a great story, actually, too, of, a, like, characters that were not in the actual main open-world games. But, obviously, Thronebreaker is very different than Gwent. I realize that. But, man, you should try Thronebreaker. What is Thronebreaker? I don't even know what it is. Oh, is so it... it's, like, a story-based spinoff. Um, it's it's not just Gwent. It's they use the combat of Gwent within this, like, isometric um, adventure story-based game. You, you play as a... I forget Queen her name. Reeve? Yeah. I forget her name. Yeah. Um, but but it's very good. And I only uh, played it a bit for uh, gameplay for IGN, but like the hour that I played of it, I was like, oh, this is rad. Yeah, they use Gwent kind of, it's almost like a puzzle game. It's like, hey, you have these yeah. constraints on, the, this is the scenario you have, these are the cards you have, and this is the enemy's cards. You just ran into this dragon in the overworld. How are you going to beat it with just these cards? It was very good. Yeah. Interesting. Like it, That got me more interested in Gwent than Gwent did. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. In Witcher three, when uh, you want to play Gwent, I'm like, fuck no, bye. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go mine these uh, oyster pearls to then screw this guy over and oversell him. Remember that? that gotta make this thing. cat armor. Yeah, exactly. Feline armor. I spent like 20 hours playing Gwent in that game. Did you ever beat it? Witcher three, or did you just get so caught up in Gwent you play so much? Gwent? No, I did. I did eventually beat it. I, I remember getting stuck in a like a 
bug at one point though, and then I had to like replay like ten hours of the game. And that was not fun. No, thank you. No, no. Mike, I'm excited to see what happens with Cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Now that they have this Gwent off their head, you know what I mean? I don't have to worry about this anymore. But Cyberpunk's still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software. Shit, the printer screwed me over. There's, it whited out. <laughs> <laughs> it whited out. Okay, wait. Just the official list it's of chance. upcoming software from each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today. Well, I'll get to that in a second. We've been going a long time, so I thought maybe I'd tell you about the ads. That's right. If you don't like the ads, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads, here they are. Today's sponsors, Hymns. You've heard us talk about hymns for a long, long time now because they're helping guys look their best. If you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. 66% of men start to lose their hair by the age 35, and once you notice thinning hair, it can be too late. Be like Kind of Funny's Nick and Andy. They noticed their thinning hair, and they went to 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. These are prescription solutions backed by science. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For Hims connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. Answer a few simple questions and a doctor will review it. And if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat your hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Try Hims today by starting with a free online visit. Go to forhims.com slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily. Forhims.com slash games daily. Uh, prescription prod- products and subject are subject to doctor's approval and require an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is right for you. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went in person to a doctor's office or pharmacy. Remember, that's 4hims.com slash gamesdaily. Up next, it's Tipsy Elves. It's officially the holidays, and no party is complete without getting your ultra-festive holiday clothing from Tipsy Elves. Tipsy Elves is the one-stop shop for all your holiday clothing needs. They sell one-of-a-kind Christmas sweaters, dresses, family pajamas, and onesies that will transform your holiday party into an unforgettable experience. You will be the life of the party. Reveal your hilarious holiday alter ego and score bragging rights for having the best Christmas sweater at the party. Uh, you heard about this, ladies and gentlemen. You saw yesterday I made Blessing wear the Tipsy Elves coat, the Santa coat. I love it very much. I put up like nine photos of it on Instagram because I really do appreciate it. And I got invited to another Christmas party last night, and I'm going to wear it there. Spoilers for Allie if she's watching. Wow. You grabbed your microphone to say wow. <laughs> Thanks, Merritt. Leaned up out of his seat. I know, right? He got in. Uh, Deck the halls with one of Tipsy Elves' outrageous Christmas sweater designs. They're one of a kind. Seriously high quality and crazy comfortable, too. Uh, again, if you got to go to this ugly Christmas party. If you need a white elephant gift, if you need a onesie, Tipsy Elves has it all. They don't sell just Christmas sweaters. They truly are a one-stop shop for your fo- festive holiday clothing needs. Say snow thank you to Boring this year. Try one of the hilariously awesome designs from Tipsy Elves. Go to tipsyelves.com slash games to get 20% off your entire order. That's tipsyelves.com slash games for 20% off today. And the final sponsor of the day is Manscaped. Support from Kind of Funny Games Daily comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untribbed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday uh, season. I'm talking, of course, about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. 
Uh, Tim and I use it, and we got great balls. Everybody tells us. Uh, Manscaped's Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It comes inside the Perfect Package 2.0, which makes for the perfect holiday gift this season. It's literally everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there. Uh, Tis the season to Manscaped, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, anybody with balls, the best gift of all. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GAMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code GAMES. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Or as Imran Khan, of course, famously said, undeck your balls, which is one of the things they should take just take and steal. Oh, that's good. Because it's like deck the hall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Christmas. Imran. This is what it's all about. Clean balls at Christmas. Out today! Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes to Steam. Darksiders Genesis comes to PC and Stadia, making it the first game I'm very excited to play on Stadia. However, Andrea motherfucking Renee tweets the following. Darksiders Genesis is the first new game to launch on Stadia that I have any interest in, and it's $10 more than the PC version. I mean, come on, man! And Steam is offering 15% off for pre-ordering. Where is my pro discount at Google Stadia? This is a big get for your plat- for the platform, and you're going to do us dirty like that? Go get him, Andrea Renee. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, I mean Stadia. Talk about a wet fart, Jesus man. And just when this they have, gets worse they finally worse. have something you want. And this is what happens. Still gonna play it there because I'll be. I mean, I, you know, I'm fucking caught dead before I play on a PC anything. You know what I mean? Uh, Star Ocean First Departure R comes to PlayStation Four. Mosaic comes to PC. Paranoia Happiness is Mandatory comes to PC. Big Farm is on PlayStation Four and Switch. Space Blaze is on PlayStation Four and Switch. Uh, Winter Sports Games is on PS Four. Don't Die Minerva is on Xbox One and PC. Kerbal Space Program, Breaking Ground, is on Xbox One and PS4. Alien Isolation is on Switch. Wizards of Brandel is on Switch and PS4. And then Arizona Sunshine comes for Oculus Quest. Uh, Tamashi's horror-infused puzzle platforming will now be available... Oh, no, it's a new day to put it here. Oh, no. I'm going to do a new date here. That one's coming... December 17th and 18th for NAEU, respectively. Then the 24th on Xbox, 25th on Nintendo Switch. I'm sorry, I crossed the streams, everybody. Kart Rider Drift, however, that cool kart, ra- kart racer for Xbox One that they spent way too much time on at XO19, uh, is getting its beta, finally. Uh, you can get the closed beta today on Steam, the Nexon launcher, and Xbox One, including Xbox One X. Players accepted into the closed beta can enter this, this starting tonight, uh, December 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific, until Sunday, December 8th, uh, also on Pacific. Uh, Waku Waku Sweets for the Nintendo Switch is fresh out of the oven and on retail shelves. It's about cooking, so that all makes sense there if you do that. Then you can get free Witcher-themed DLC for Damon Cross Machina, uh, available now for the Nintendo Switch. They got that going for you. And then Concrete Genie today gets a free patch that brings holiday brushes to the game. So go play that. It's free. The patch, obviously. Not the game. You got to play it. Someone tell Cool Greg. Oh, Cool Greg was... I, want, I Literally, they tweeted about it, and then Cool Greg responded in two seconds. Cool guy, you know, doesn't do anything. You know, he's out there, he's doing his thing. Uh, people are reporting in, you are wrong as well. I'll give it to Alex Russ that uh, Star Ocean First Departure R is also on Switch today. Thank you for keeping us honest. New dates for you. Killer Be Killed in last year uh, after dark. It's launching December 10th on Steam. And then Persona 5 Royals Heroes join the quest to save the future in Another Eden, the Cat Beyond Space and Time, the story-driven JRPG for iOS and Android from WFS as part of a free permanent crossover premiering internationally on December 11th. Uh, Greg, it's the Cat Beyond Time and Space. What did I say? Space and Time. I apologize. I don't mean to offend any of you. Fucking losers. Excited for another eating. Oh, I need a JRPG on my iPhone. Probably be on Android. It's probably Andy over there playing it. I'll listen to Levitard and I'm playing this thing on my iPhone. Get out of here. I'm liking these characters. 
the characters in the show? Oh yeah, you yeah. and the, you and Barrett. Are doing yeah, it. I know. We oh man, we are in party people in many voices enjoying it. Yeah, you guys are looking looking longingly into each other's eyes, or he's just passed out. And yeah, he's been. Tell. He's there's a intense energy coming That's straight right. at me. Yeah, a lot of people have said that about Portillo. Intense energy. You can see it right here. You can see it right here. That intense energy radiating off of this fourteen year old rickety dog. <laughs> <laughs> Deals of the day for you. Chris Reed at IGN reports that uh, you can sign up for PS5 pre-order notifications uh, while still a, a, while still nearly a year away from the release of PlayStation 5. Uh, but retailers are getting eager to lock in your PS5 purchase. To that end, Best Buy in the U.S. and Game in the U.K. have put up email sign-up pages so you can get notified about PS5 pre-orders when they officially go live, whenever that may be. I'm excited for that. New consoles are exciting, Mike. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Don't know if you're yeah. yeah, we'll see. I still have my launch day PS4. That's what I'm... Yeah? Yeah. I still have two. That's my travel one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's, yeah, I guess that is mine, too. I use it at my parents. I yeah. use it at my parents over Thanksgiving. Uh, we're going to do some reader mail. Remember, you can be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Parker Petroff writes in and says, Hello, Greg and Mike. As we barrel towards the end of the year, everyone starts talking about what the best games are that came out this year. However, that got me thinking. What about the inverse? What are your gaming disappointments for 2019? For me, it's days gone. I was excited for the world and story. However, once I got into the game, I just wasn't having fun. What do you think, Mike, when you think gaming disappointment in 2019? Because sadly, there's been a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say for a game that I really like, the mechanical skeleton, I would say Anthem yep. still needs to figure out content. Um, for me, Link's Awakening. Ooh. So that used I used to rank that as my number like three or something favorite Zelda. In returning to this remake, which is like a, in a like as a remake, it's great. Mm. But it made me realize I don't really like that game as much as I thought I did. <laughs> like at yeah, those rose-colored glasses. Yeah, looking back. a lot of the overworld design is like very like interesting choices for a Zelda game. And the dungeons are either boring or yeah. overly complex. Like mm. the like Eagle's Tower, I've always said I hate oh, that dungeon. It's but awful. It's better than it used to be. But man, I guess my disappointment is realizing that twelve-year-old me was kind of an idiot. You didn't know you, you had a limited, you know, the scope of what games was. Or a Game Boy Color, mm -hmm. yeah. But now for the that's, time, that's great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, anytime you go back to these classic games. Oh yeah, for sure. Man, I'm just like Resident Evil Three, Link's Awakening. <laughs> You're Wolf making a lot of enemies today. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Wolfenstein Youngblood, definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, that's another that was, one, yeah. That's the number one for me. Really? Yeah. I really disliked that. Yeah. Um, Wolfenstein Two, like one of my f like favorite games uh, in the last couple of years, and just the, the new the Colossus. Fall. Yeah. Yeah, that game was great. Um, um, Man, I got Youngblood, the more I think about that, I played that for like three hours. Yep. Yeah, that was a heartbreaker. Stopped. I was really excited for that and one. The gameplay was still there. Gameplay was still fun, but then they added all, like, um, they got the Dishonored devs to, like, put in, like, more of their level design, which I don't think really worked for that formula. Then they added all the, like, RPG light stuff with, yeah. like, enemy types having different levels and shit. It was, yeah. No. To make even more enemies, I guess, personally, <laughs> Death Stranding was a disappointment oh, for me. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that game, and again, like, with Game of the Year discussions like, happening at GameSpot. I'm hearing a lot of cool uh, arguments for and against, but did not do it much for me. Sure. Uh, I mean, to piggyback off uh, Parker, for sure, Days Gone for me. Yeah. Like, I love Sony Bend, you know, and I, it's not that the game was horrible or anything, but it just, I didn't have fun playing it. Yeah. And, I, and it had Sam in it, who's a friend of the show and all this other stuff. And from a preview I had done of it, I was like, this game fucking slaps. And mm -hmm. then you got there and I'm like, oh man, spread out over like fucking never ending 40 hours, it did not slap for me. And I know that's, that's an interesting one because I remember. It seemed like the majority of critical consensus is lined up on that one ride of like, eh, it's not that great. And then I know people did love it. Like, yeah. It's a very, very interesting thing of the difference between the audience and the critic. I actually think I like that game more than most people. I'm on the positive side of that. But yeah. 
in to kind of echo what you said, I didn't play the whole thing for yeah. 40 hours. I played like 15. So maybe it just didn't wear off yet. And I think that was the thing too. And I think it, it, it's an interesting, I'd love to have like someone actually do some kind of post-mort like study and interview thing with it because I do wonder how much of having that deadline on top of you and being like, all right, cool. I'm going to beat it tonight. Oh my God. There's another fucking map. Like in, w- meanwhile, you're at home and you're like, chipping away at here and there just having fun with it and you're like oh my god there's another map <laughs> yeah i love that world yeah. yeah like that world is great and that's what kind of was pulling me through and i'm i didn't get far enough in to know whether the characters have any great arcs but yeah. i enjoyed it but yeah. again i only played 15 hours whereas people who reviewed it played like 50 60 yeah exactly um and then yeah anthem of course on there stadia is on there like i think oh, stadia is right. such cool tech and it's just like the fact that they had such a fucking shitty launch yep yeah and now dark Siders genesis is there but like andrea pointed out it's $10 more. I mean, I'll pay 10 bucks to get not have to play it on PC. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. I wouldn't even have it today. If it was just on PC, I wouldn't even play it. Yeah? But now it's here, so I'm like, eventually I'll do that. Are you the, are you Darksiders? No. Fan? That no. was the thing, too. Like, I don't... I don't the Darksiders, I've tried multiple times. It just never worked for me. But playing this at uh, Judges Week. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, this is such a cool, like, almost Diablo Darksiders take that I don't... Yeah. I'm not hung up on it. Cool. So, yeah. uh, final question. 2038 Pokemon CEO writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Greg and Mike, how do you handle job rejection? I know you to have not job search for some time. Oh, I see what he's trying to say. I know you two haven't job searched for some time, but I graduate next week and uh, facing nothing, and I'm facing nothing but rejections. Uh, he's talking about people who have actually rejected him, which is no point. At some point, the rejection starts to impact my mental health. Mike, did you face any hurdles before you landed at GameSpot? Greg, did you have any rejections pre-IGN? Uh, did you apply to anything before you created Kind of Funny? Uh, yeah. I was super fortunate that the GameSpot position opened up like right after college, kind of. I had that dream scenario. Yeah. But I like, I mean, when I was freelancing, a ton of pitches were rejected. Sure. Um, I mean, the cliche thing is to say, keep going, persevere. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, as everybody said, it's a combination of skill and perseverance, but also largely luck. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. sucks because right place, it's right not time really and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. But you um, don't get in those places if you're not taking those shots, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about it. I mean, if you're a long-time listener, I know it's boring. But, like, remember at IGN, the email that got me the, what, the response in the email, the interview, and then getting hired within 24 hours was my 13th attempt to get hired at IGN on my after-school Gmail. So that was a year and a half writing on that one, let alone what I did on my Mizzou email account, let oh, yeah. alone... Game Informer, let alone GameSpot, let alone Wizard Magazine, let alone Inquest. Like, I did it all the time, and I never really got that close. I had one interview. I fucking totally bombed at Inquest Gamer. Oh, <laughs> and, like, yeah? that was it. But, like, you got to, if you want to make it, you got to make it. Like, yeah. that's the thing. And I think that's the reason you meet people. And I, I talk about it all the time where I meet people in the industry, and I'm like, oh, or that want to be in the industry. And it is that thing of, like, oh, you'll make it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, if you're in for the long haul and you're doing all the things right and you're doing it right now for no reward, mm-hmm. if you keep that mentality and you keep going, it'll happen. Yeah. You know? Also, don't close off. Like, just keep talking to people. Because yep. I feel like a lot of people can. It's never personal, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not a personal thing. It's just not, you don't fit for this job. Yeah. Speaking of getting personal, let's squad up. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read here, the best friends find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Titan Meteor, a.k.a. Dan, needs help at PAX Unplugged. You can hit him up on Twitter at B-A-R-R Titan. Hello, I'm Titan Meteor, or Dan. I'll be going to PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia this weekend. I enjoyed the time I spent with everyone at the New York City Kind of Funny meet and greet and thought it'd be cool to see if any best friends would be down to hang at PAX and wanted to hang out in Philly. 
If you want to hang out at PAX Unplugged with Dan, a.k.a. Titan Meteor, hit him up on Twitter at Bar Titan. Uh, now it's time for you or wrong. Uh, we did a great job, I won't lie to you, mm-hmm. of keeping up while we went on it. You know what I mean? And not being wrong, so that was actually helpful. Uh, right. The only one I have here is a long one from Tund- Tundra Boy Muck. Is it for me? Uh, well, it's like it's, I hate it when they just it's, he's just talking. So let's see. What Editorialize. Okay, um, it's not. I don't think it's a you're wrong, but it's more info, and I'll give it. While Persona Five Royal may appear to be much longer with the addition of new content, the team at Atlas have stated that it will only be slightly longer than Persona Five. Apparently, load times and the time it takes to complete battles have been shortened, while palaces have been optimized. The time it takes to complete battles. Yeah. Like, so I guess it's gonna huh. the ba- battles in. Palaces. I'd heard something about this. I feel like battles were already so quick. Yeah. Know? Unless, like, until it was like the big like boss. Fights yeah, the big bosses stuff. are the ones. I, I, the one I remember where I stopped, mm-hmm. and it was the one where I'm fighting the guy who's made up of all the different picture frames and paintings. Yeah, that was a difficult one. Oh, and it was just like I'm annoyed. Yeah. I need to look this up, and I just like bail. Yeah, yeah each, there was that is... whole strategy where you had to like do a different painting in a certain order and all that stuff. Yeah, that was a, that was definitely a low point for me. Certain because it was a. Like a, a face, I think, or something. Yeah. And if you did the nose first, then the eyes would revive it. But also, right. they had different elemental weaknesses. Too. Yeah, that was that was the boss fight where I actually like dropped off for a very very long time, and then didn't pick it up again until uh, like the last couple of months of that year. And then I plowed through it, and then it became my game of the year that year. Wow. Yep. And then Lord of Pwn says, "Damon X Machina" is actually pronounced "Damon X Machina," not "Damon Cross Machina," as Greg said earlier. So I'm stupid. Got you. Enjoy your Witcher content in this game, everybody. God, get out of my face. Saying <laughs> saying X as cross is such a video game thing. I know. Who cares? You're, you're, such, a, you're such a nerd. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomorrow, right? I'll be hosting this show with Imran Khan. Remember, we're starting 30 minutes earlier. 9.30 a.m. for Fuck. that one if you're here live. What? Oh, it's so hard to get up and push fucking buttons. Yeah, you, fucking get it up. Is. you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll buy you coffee. Is that okay? Yeah. You want a coffee? You want yeah. a black? You want some sh- cream of sugar? What do you want? Cream and sugar, baby. Cream and sugar, okay. Tell Imran hi. I haven't seen him since, like, PAX West two years ago. Oh. Huh. Yeah. We but got... I've enjoyed him being on the show. Yeah, he's great. He's, he's really, really good. Uh, if you want to hang out, though, today, Thursday, 2 p.m., he's going to be on the Kind of Funny Gamescast with Fran, myself, and Tim Geddes. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games if you want to see it live. If you don't, you can get it, what, later. But it'll have, like, ads in it and no pre and post show. But, like, you know what I mean. You know how this works. You, you, you understand. Mike, you're amazing. Thanks for having me. Where can people keep up with you? Uh, I'm over at GameSpot and Giant Bomb pretty often now, too, on the East Coast. Uh, the BeastCast every once in a while, but um, yeah, we uh, just GameSpot.com on our YouTube channel, and I'm on Twitter. <laughs> the normal the places. Usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not really, I don't have a Facebook anymore. Nah, then who don't friend it? me on Facebook, because I don't right have one. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, GameSpot's Game of the Year stuff. Number one game will be revealed on December 17th, but in the lead up to that, over the next week and a half or so a couple weeks actually i'm losing track i saw this was 20 days till christmas that's freaking right? me out yeah. um yeah we'll be announcing all of our uh, game of the year awards and the the games that GameSpot collectively recommends and uh yeah i'm over there pretty often it's my job yeah that's yeah i think i gotta keep the lights on yeah all right Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, each and every weekday variety of platforms, all the nerdy news about video games you want to know about. We'd love it if you went to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, kicked us a few bucks, and contributed to the show. However, if you can watch it for free, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. We love and appreciate you. Until next time, no, it's been our pleasure to serve you.